Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Lala Ken and fiancé Randall Emmett from Vanderpump Rules finally paid back their outstanding $750,000 loan to Fofty Oak. I mean, 50 cent after their very public Instagram feud. Real Housewives of Dallas star Leanne Locken and her long-term boyfriend Rich Emberlin finally tied the knot this Saturday, April 27th, at a lavish Dallas wedding. And Real Housewives of OC star Shannon Bedore's ugly divorce is finally over with her creepy ex-husband, David Bedore. Yay! I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Jess Rothschild. She hosts the awesome podcast, Out in the Wild, where she and her co-hosts share their personal stories, meeting and interacting with housewives, Bravo celebrities, and other pop culture icons. Welcome! Thank you. I'm so glad to have you here. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit more about your podcast. So our show is essentially all boots on the ground stories. So we're two New Yorkers, but we travel a ton. We spend a lot of time in a lot of time in LA, the Hamptons, Vegas, and we're kind of just two huge pop culture ultimate fans. And we're both obsessed with the Housewives, Duh. and to extension some other Bravo celebrities. <laughs> and throughout these past couple of years, I've just had an inordinate amount of interactions <laughs> with, particularly the Real Housewives of New York, because I live here, and also that is my favorite franchise so I do seek it out a little bit but also I'll have interactions like I have been on a flight with Ramona like from Miami to New York from going through security to (laughs) getting through baggage claim and her having a full meltdown in front of like the taxi line (laughs) that is my dream to hear that I passed her on the street FaceTiming with Avery she's that girl Mm -hmm. but these she's just everywhere I am so (laughs) Essentially, I was building up this whole, you know, these are stories that I've been telling my friends for years. And, like, we've gone to, like, Jill Zarin's luxury luncheon at her home in Southampton where she invited all the housewives. This was, like, a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, I saw the picture. And Heather McDonald was just, like, thirst trapping on the corner of that picture. It's like, girl, (laughs) never. (laughs) To be be fair, Jill dragged her up there. Okay, okay. Um, Boots on the ground, boots on the ground, as I make fun of a fellow podcaster. Um, And by the way, (laughs) that was the day before Luann filed for divorce from Tom. Oh, oh my God. She was having the best time that day. I mean, we were there. Like, we were there. She was having the best time that day. And I could not believe that, like, while we were at this day-long event, Tom was out, like, 
philandering with like in Sag Harbor, which is like twenty five like an hour minute, you know, twenty five to the sixty minutes away. Jesus Christ. Filed for divorce the next day. Oh. I would love to be yeah. a fly on the wall for that conversation between the two of them. So in a nutshell, like I have a lot of stories like that. And my co-host David, he comes at it from a slightly different angle. He meets literally everybody. Literally everybody. He, if somebody's having a book signing, he goes to that. Like, he just met Stassi a bunch of times last week. I was trying to go to her one in New York, but I'm like, 3 o'clock on a Wednesday, girl? Like, New Yorkers work. Like, you might forget that. Yeah. I mean, I know it was sold out, so, like, New Yorkers find a way to go. He finds a way to be everywhere at all times. And if you look at his Instagram, at David Yontif, it's literally thousands of pictures of him with everybody from Cher, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, to the Shahs of Sunset, and Liam Mocken. Is it creepy at all? Like, that's up. That's for you to decide. <laughs> yeah. I feel like sometimes it's, like, a little exploitative where it's like, I just want to see you to take a picture, you know? I feel like, well, I think that his, yes, I think that his ultimate goal is to have a photo, like, a an, this artifact from mm-hmm. these interactions. When we met, I basically, you know, we met at a show. We met at a Sandra Bernhardt show a couple months <laughs> ago. And I'm a super fan of Sandra Bernhardt. She's great. And we hit it off. Like, I we met, I met him, and we started hanging out. And on our second meeting, we were just exchanging stories. He was telling me a story how he flew to Texas to go to a Lisa Vanderpump bottle signing. Oh, my God. Okay. And I was telling him some <laughs> some of my stories. And in hearing the lengths that he would go through in order to have these interactions with people, literally, like, at the same time, we were just like, this is a podcast. And a week later, I, I researched the, you know, I researched what, all the equipment to get, and we started recording. And we're really building up, like, a canon of all of our stories. Like, in we, so each of our episodes, we have somebody Bravo-related. Um, for example, t- in tomorrow's episode, we put out new episodes every Wednesday. Tomorrow's episode, it's basically, he's, he's very, he's genuinely friends with a lot of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Huh. He's really close with Jennifer Aiden, who's one of the new girls. Mm-hmm. She just finished her first season. I like her. And he knows Margaret Josephs really well and her mom, Marge Sr. So Jennifer has been taking to him. To, she's kind of, He's like her plus one to a lot of these events that she's been going to. So the other week, she brought him as her date to this uh, black tie gala for like Mark Anthony was getting some award. And at this event, Ramona... And Dorinda happened to be there. There were no other housewives. It was not a housewives-related event. They happened to be there. And he somehow, like, ingratiated himself into, like, Dorinda's inner circle. (laughs) So he tells that story. And then after that benefit, he wound up racing downtown and meeting Lala and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, my God. So that all happened in the span of, like, two to three hours. And it's amazing. That? So it, it felt almost like the Amazing Race, and I say that on the show. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's like that's a very Bravo, yeah. you know, centric episode that's coming out this week. But uh, like last week, we had like I was asking him if he ever met Kyle Richards, and he basically tell the story tells the story that when he met her, he made it all about how much he loves Paris Hilton, her oh, niece. God. She probably hated that. No, she loved it. Really? I she feel like it. she's like, but what about me? 
<laughs> she loved it. <laughs> and uh, and again, like the Barbara Corcoran stories are hilarious. And there are like several of them within the episode. Oh really funny. Anyway. Well, that is amazing. Everyone <laughs> check out Out in the Wilds. Definitely worth a listen if you're a Bravo fan or if you just love two stock celebs, which is truly a passion we of mine. We do give a little bit. It, <laughs> listen, if this is like a hobby of yours or if you're really into meeting celebrities, specifically Bravo-related people, but also celebrities in general, I do interview him quite a bit. Like it is a bit of like a how-to and you can pick up a lot of tips. There's a <laughs> lot of information in the episodes. He really, I mean, we're like a tell-all situation. Like, we have nothing to lose. We don't, yeah. you know, of course he's he's tight with these New Jersey housewives, but he keeps that stuff close. He doesn't yeah. divulge too much there, but everything else is completely fair game. Oh, that's awesome. Well, everyone, tune in Wednesdays. But to get to know you a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions. What is your favorite show on Bravo? Real Housewives of New York is the correct answer. Correct. <laughs> what is your least favorite show on Bravo? I would say OC because it's th- it's really the only one that I've never been able to penetrate. For for example, my partner happens to like love it for some reason and literally whenever it's on, I cannot get through a frame of it. I, I find it to be like I wish I loved it. I <laughs> wish I liked it, but I just don't find any of the characters compelling. Like I can't even get through twenty minutes of it. Yeah, it they're seems... incredibly fake. It's very difficult to watch and their fights are very inorganic and just everything about it is get getting a little too fake and it's just scripted at this point. It feels scripted. Yeah, the characters just aren't interesting to me on a real level. So, I would say OC. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the Bravo star that you think should come back to a current franchise? The correct answer is Jill Zarin. Everybody says that. Like, that is like a... Really? Like, through through and through. If you say New York is your favorite show, you always say, Jill, you want Jill back. I, like, want Jill back because I think she brings a... Just certain, like, comedy and levity. Like, she's pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And that is what I like. But to see her versus Bethany, like, I couldn't do that again. Like, as a viewer, like, I don't want to see them fighting again. But I want to see them friends again. Yeah, if they would tag team up against Ramona, which I feel like would be the inevitable. Uh But actually, you know, Bethany and Luann are definitely going to be fighting towards the end of the season. We'll get to that at the end of this episode. But, you know, maybe it could be Jill and Bethany versus Lou, which... I mean, I don't think it has to be a... I don't think it has to be an antagonistic representation in the show. I th- I find Jill to be compelling enough on her own. Um, but Jill is so combative. Like, Jill can't come on the show and not, like, immediately have a bone to pick with someone. Like, she'll find anything about anyone to really kind of yeah, you're right. make her storyline. Granted, like, I love that, and that's generally, like, what makes these shows, like, fun when there is, like, a genuine, you know, argument about something. But I feel like, well, she wore on the on the season one, fin- uh, not finale, reunion, she wore, like, the Team Jill shirt. It's like, yeah. there's what? Ramona in a tennis game? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and now they're, like, going to, like, you know, these, like, fancy yeah. dressmakers to make their outfits. Well, <laughs> to further my argument with Jill, she does have genuine friendships with the women. I know for a fact, like, she's still close with Luann and 
Ramona. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think she's she's friendly to some extent with Dorinda. Um, I I think it would be a good move next season to bring her back. Bring her back. I think they'll do it. She'll definitely get on eventually, but who knows? I feel like they're just, like, dangling the carrot in front of her face. She's like, you know I want to come back. You know I want to. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into news. Back on episode 44, we talked all about the Randall Emmett and Lala Kent situation versus 50 Cent. If you guys don't remember, I mean, go back to the... Trust me, they remember. Yeah, everybody who has ever listened to this show knows exactly what's happening. So 50 Cent was posting all this stuff about Lala being kind of like a hoe. Then he started calling out Randall for owing him money. So the whole thing was dragged out this entire weekend. It was amazing. So on Monday, everyone was waiting for 50 to post something saying if he got the money. And he did get the money. He posted on Instagram with the caption, I got my money. So I have no problem with Randall Emmett Films. And in fact, I'm wishing him and his family a very blessed day. So who do you think Randall Emmett had to ask to get that $750,000? I think he was scraping together $1,000 bills. I mean, the fact is, we don't really know exactly what the million dollars was for. However, Randall is like a notorious gambler, like a big poker player. And yeah. you know, you know, a guy like that meets a guy like 15, he's like, oh man, just give me a million, give me a million. He borrowed it. I'm certain that he call- he pulled in every favor he had. He certainly Now he just owes other people money. I know, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, the money is just being circulated yep. around through people around him. But I do think this is the nail in the coffin for Lala and Randall. And she's you do? Been, she's been hiding or archiving photos on her Instagram of the two of them. However, one thing is that she didn't archive the picture where it talked about her engagement. But that was a thing with People Magazine. So there's a really good chance she contractually cannot archive that photo. Mm. So I think she's gone. She probably realized she was like, this motherfucker has no money. Like, yeah. And the fact that when he's like leveraging a pair of Gucci slides over her relationship, I'm like, it was there 700 bucks. Like, you are on a TV show. <laughs> like, yeah. I think you can buy yourself a pair of Gucci slides. I will say the image of. 50 Cent watching Bravo or Vanderpump Rules in general is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it makes me... Did you notice Emmett... I'm sorry, Randall Randall Emmett changed his um, profile photo from <laughs> him in 50 to him and Lala. Oh, yeah. And also, both Randall and Lala have turned off the comments on their on their posts. When they go back on, ay ay ay, It's going to be a bloodbath, I think, for the rest of his life. Yeah, I don't think Randall's really ever going to get away with this. Lala is lucky that she is on a hit TV show and is hot, so she'll bounce back. Randall, not so much. You know, I mean, he's, good. he's a punchline for the rest of his life. And to think, like, I had guys in my life who, like, don't have any interest in Bravo, like, no, it's my thing. Like, I had straight men hitting me up being like, this 50-cent drama is hilarious. I'm so like, that, okay, oh my god, that actually, finally penetrating the straits. That actually speaks to something I was thinking about, which is that the person who this benefits the most, well, 50 Cent loves publicity oh, and he loves, a, he loves like a public feud. <laughs> but this brings Lala into the real celebrity culture. This elevates her profile beyond belief. Totally. 50 Cent has over 20 million followers and Lala has 1 million. Everybody now knows who she is. Yeah. People who have don't watch Vanderpump Rules, people who don't watch Bravo. It put her on a, an entirely different platform um, in terms of visibility. And I'm curious to see if this really elevates her overall 
stardom, her overall profile. I think it is a toss-up because obviously, like, just have, like, bad press is press. Like, your name is still out there. People are still wondering who you are and what you're all about. However, like, this is a interesting situation because she's being called out for, like, being a clear gold digger. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that's another thing. It's like, then at that point, it's like, does that even matter? Like, look at Kim Kardashian. Like, look at all of these women who does have built these brands on, you know, quote-unquote, you know, unfortunate things about your character. Because here's why. The clip he showed from Vanderpump Rules was incredibly entertaining. Yeah, true. People who do not watch Bravo, period, watched that, and there's no way that they weren't, like, intrigued on some level. Yeah, like, who is this girl? What is she talking about? Who is this man? Totally. And why are they in public? Not to mention, another person who benefited from this entire thing, tangentially, is Stassi. Totally. Because she was in the clip as well, and was an appealing character in the clip. Mm -hmm. Well, she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she gave Andy no smiles when he asked about it. She was like, I think it is quite disrespectful what he did to this woman. It's like, well, listen. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. that's she, because she's personal friends with her. Exactly. She's like, no. but I'm going on the PJ, so she can do whatever the fuck she wants to get us on that. Behind closed doors, <laughs> they are dying. They are all <laughs> dying. Totally. Uh, as of Sunday, 50 Cent sold over 10,000 shirts that had um, like the Fafti on it, and supposedly he's made over $300,000 from this, which is hysterical. You're kidding. Wow. That's hilarious and amazing. I was going to buy one of the shirts, and then I'm like... I don't need this. I don't need to put more money in 50's wallet. But speaking of people from Sir, Raquel Levis, which I actually don't know if that's how you pronounce her last name. I feel like. I think we'll find out on, we'll find out on the reunion next week in the preview for the reunion last night after the finale, Andy like says her full name and it was like, I think it was Levi's. I don't know. Levi's, but whatever her name is, she shared on Instagram that she is the newest addition to the Sir's waitstaff. Lol. Ooh. Okay. I have a couple of thoughts. Do tell. Number one, James absolutely pushed her to do this because it's his way of staying on the show. Totally. Number two, it's inter- it shows that the producers are find her to be compelling enough to accept her yeah. to be a quote-unquote server because it means that they're basically like, okay, you'll be a full-time cast member next year. Well, I think the foil between her and Lala is really interesting. I think when James was like, you hate Raquel so much because she's what you used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that has a lot of truth to it. As much as I do think Lala is, like, confident and confident in who she is, you know, Raquel is, like, you know, the dumb new pretty one. And I'm just not sure how much longer this dynamic of you've got James – off on his own and film, filming scenes solo, filming scenes with LVP and filming scenes with Raquel. And then you've got the re, the rest of the cast. How much longer can that go on? They're not going to take him back. No, I think what's probably. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's going to happen. I think since everybody on the cast, like the original cast, is moving to the Valley, they're starting their new lives, I think they're going to get their own spinoff. And then I think Vanderpump Rules will remain Vanderpump Rules, but have like James, Billy Lee, Raquel, Adam, maybe Sheena. Like, I feel like Sheena would stay back with the younger people rather than Jackson Co. Because they are not friends with her, you know? And I think they could maybe do, like, keep it in Sir and do, like, more work drama stuff. Because at this point, it's not really making any sense. Like, everybody's moving to the Valley. That's, like, an hour-long drive to get to Sir. Which show would you rather watch? You know... It's hard because I really love watching James. I love, like, watching him on the show. I think he's really funny. But I also think, like, he's funny because he's, like, the young little rascal, kind of, like, annoying the older people, you know? And I think that's, like, a fun thing to watch. But I don't know if I necessarily, like, need to see, like, him and Raquel and Billy Lee, like, slinging drinks at Sir. I think Billy Lee's done. Yeah. I mean... I don't see her coming back next season. I think when Lisa Vanderpump was like, focus on what you have in your hands, which were like the menus, when they were like in that kind of like heated argument at Sir, I was mm-hmm. like, oh girl, you're not getting far with this. But also like on the other hand, like yeah. I don't know necessarily, like I I say I don't want to see it, but like watching Jackson Brittany have kids, like that's going to be crazy. But also like, do we need more reality kid, like more children being exploited on reality TV before they're even born? Well, that's years away. Like yeah. that's... That's years away. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm very interested to see how the producers handle the James issue is more pressing. Sort of like, yeah, like it's confusing that it's confusing that he wants to stay with her. Period. Like, why not just I be? Know. Why not just be single? Right. I don't understand why he wants a girlfriend, a well, quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah, I don't really know. I guess it's weird. You know, he probably finds some stability in her. She doesn't seem like she's a big partier. You know, she does kind of seem like she's like quiet and like has her little dog and like paints. And you know, like maybe she's just kind of like innocent and he's attracted to that because he's so, you know, riddled with addiction and all these issues and, you know, a desire to be famous. And maybe as much as, you know, granted she's like a pageant girl and like trying to get on the show too. Like she just does have those desires as well. She's just so. She's just so unlikable and so disgusting. James, I love. I love James. James, I love. I find her so gross. She's just completely unappealing to me. Yeah, she just, like, doesn't really bring anything to the table. So the fact that they're like, now we're hiring her as a waitress. It's like, what happened to her shifts at Vanderpump Dogs? Like, those weren't working? Like, I don't know. I think they're really pulling for strings on this one. But, hey, I will watch anything Lisa Vanderpump puts her name on, so... (laughs) <laughs> well, moving up to totally different news, Real Housewives of Dallas star Leanne Locken and her boyfriend of 10 years, Rich Emberlin, have finally tied the knot this past Saturday, and it looks like a really good time. It seemed like Cameron Westcott and her husband attended, and so did Cameron Westcott's mother-in-law, Jimmy. Stephanie Holman and husband, Carrie and Mark Duber were there, and Tiffany Hendra, who was on season one of Dallas, they were all there. So no Deandra, no Brandy. 
think it's really sad that they never that Leanne and Deandra never patched up their friendship. Their friend their friendship preceded the show for like think like decades. Like yeah. they were like really longtime friends. That really is that's really sad that they couldn't patch things up. Especially on like such an important day. I feel like I mean Jax is the same thing where he's like refusing to invite his mother to the party. It's yeah. like just because it's a current issue doesn't mean that you shouldn't let this person, like, who's been in your life for so long, not be there for such a special moment. Like, you know, I've never been married, so I don't know, like, who I would need at my wedding. But I feel like, you know, to have someone who you were so close with, and also you guys are, like, on a TV show together. Well, it also kind of preludes what what we're going to see on Dallas. It's clear that they don't make up. Yeah. And I think it's funny, like, she's inviting Cameron Westcott's mother-in-law. I feel like she's... Just replacing yeah, I didn't know Deandra that. and Mama D with Cameron and Jimmy. Interesting. So I'm thinking Leanne. Question. Have you reported this on a previous episode that it's it's seeming like Brandy is not on the new season? I didn't report on it, but I definitely heard that through the rumor mill. And hey, I could kind of see that. Like her marriage being exposed on the show, like her drinking, like I know her daughter had issues with like getting into schools because of Brandy's time on the show. Like the adoption stuff where they were like, you're an alcoholic. She's like, I'm literally adopting a baby. You cannot be saying this shit. But she's so good for the show. She's amazing for the show. I do. And her and Stephanie are best friends. I know. Do you ever listen to their podcast? I don't, but I would. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. Yeah. I, you know, anytime like a housewife or like a loser from The Bachelor is like, I'm starting a podcast. I'm like, great, take a number. But theirs is actually quite Have you listened cute. to James? James is, I, it's not about the pasta. I, <laughs> it's not about the podcast. <laughs> I listened to, I think, the first one for maybe... 56 seconds Mm -hmm. and then I had to turn it off I was Mm -hmm. like no I listen to podcasts to like learn something or actually like listening to a host who like can host a show he's just like having a conversation with like Jeremy Maddox like I would never ever ever care about what Jeremy Maddox has to say like unless he was like spilling good tea on Vanderpump Rules but he would never because hello yeah he wants to be on the show so he would never do that and also do we know why Rich needs the eye patch i don't think it was ever really explained obviously he's got an eye issue it, in my mind it was temporary but he's rocking up so i really want to know what's going on there it just struck me that he's like on his wedding day wearing the eye patch. like i wonder what's going on yeah i don't really know they definitely don't address it but i'm <laughs> yeah not gonna ask so supposedly her dress was twenty five thousand dollars by a designer named nardos iman it was really lacy and pretty Somewhat conservative, I thought. She was also wearing, like, gorgeous emerald earrings. She looked really beautiful, and they looked like they had a pretty good time. This is her first marriage and his third marriage, but they've been together for 10 years, so Mm -hmm. I feel like they've been ride or die for a while. But I actually really like him. I find, like, the way that he handles her craziness, like, very nice and calming. Like, he doesn't, like, fuel the fire, which I always think is He really balances her out, um... She's a perfect housewife. Gotta say, I don't love her with the blonde, like, highlights. Like, to her, I need my evil queens to be, like, dark. (laughs) I need, like, listen, I need dark, long hair and high cheekbones, and I don't know why she, like, messed with perfection. Like, she was, like, perfect looking. (laughs) I, I don't love the hair, but. Well, Ben and Ron- that's my issue, not not <laughs> yeah. not our listeners. <laughs> ben and Ronnie from Monster Craffins were both there too. They got the invite. They were. Yeah. When I was seeing it on their story, I'm like, what the fuck? 
I can't wait for that so recap. cool. I know. It's probably yeah. going to be a bonus episode. Can't wait. Well, moving on to, I guess, positive news. Shannon Bedore's divorce is finally finalized. So she filed for divorce in December of 2017 from her husband, David Bedore, after 17 years of marriage. So she's settling this divorce and will receive $1.4 million in a lump sum and then 10 k a month in child support and uh, spousal support. Not bad, Shannon. Yeah. I mean, they're rich. I feel like Shannon has a lot of family money, and he always alluded to mm-hmm. that and would like kind of be quite rude to her about that. But hey, get it, girl. She was getting twenty-two grand a month temporarily for the past year and a half. Which can you imagine getting twenty-two grand a month? Like, what are you really buying? But I guess rich people like have rich. Who knows what her mortgage payments like? <sighs> I can't imagine. She lives on like oceanfront property. In yeah, I mean, BOC. who knows? She's probably got like. She's probably got, like, a high overhead. Totally. You know? <laughs> well, she has a new boyfriend, too. We went. We talked about that on episode 25, so hopefully things steam up with them. They're filming right now, so we'll probably be seeing all of this. But I'm just glad because that guy was a creep. Like, you could tell within, like, two seconds of seeing him on screen, like, those beady little eyes. I'm like, this guy's bad news bears. Like, you know he's shady, shady, mm-hmm. shady. So happy for you, Shannon. Well, moving coast, Real Housewives of New York star – Luann Deliceps was sued last year. If you guys don't remember, just a little bit of backstory. So Luann was sued by Alexander, her ex-husband, a.k.a. the Count, and her kids because of a shady housing deal. So he claimed that the judgment in their divorce called for him to hand over the deed on their marital home in Bridgehampton. He said the home was supposed to be put in a trust where Victoria and Noel would each receive half the interest on the property. Alexander... Alexandra, sorry, pardon, claimed Luann violated the deal by failing to create the trust. Her ex-husband and the kids claimed that Lou actually went behind their back and sold the home for $8 million and then used the money to purchase her new home upstate for $3.1 million. So according to court documents, they have reached an agreement after a year after filing. They don't tell you what the settlement amount was, but, I mean, she still has that house upstate. I do know for a fact that everything is cool with her, with her, with the count and with the kids because I've been to the Countess and Friends show. I was actually at the one that they filmed for the finale last oh, year. That's amazing. And Victoria and Noel were sitting directly in front of me. That's amazing. And David, my co-host on on Out in the Wild, he's been at shows again with them, and also he's been in a show where the count was there. Wait, that was the one I probably was at because I was like there. Probably, I don't remember when, but I just remember walking in and I immediately see Victoria. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then I see Noel. I'm like, oh my god. And then I see the count. I'm like, is are you kidding me? This yeah. is the dream. I'm low key obsessed with Victoria De La Seps. Me too. I followed her into the bathroom. And I was just trying to talk to her because I was like, maybe I can get something out of her. And then, what like, did she say? We were just like, she was in the bathroom stall for a minute, like for a few minutes, if you catch my drift. And so she's in there, and I'm just like, I'm trying to wait it out. I'm like, okay, so I'm just gonna like fumble with my zipper and like try to like wait until she gets out. And then we were just like chatting about like bullshit stuff to talk about in the bathroom. She was so pleasant so sweet like made eye contact because sometimes you Mm -hmm. speak to people and like they like don't look you in the face and you're like who do you think you are you're Countess Luann's kid you're not like anybody but she was so sweet and then throughout the whole show like she was having so much fun was it said 54 below yeah it was okay oh my it must have been the same night he was there that's so funny but it was a great evening and you know seeing her with the count and this was i guess this was before the lawsuit came out with the house okay so obviously things are hunky dory then yeah. but you know i guess this 
you know, Alexandra was probably like, all right, wait, you're selling the $8 million house and screwing our kids out of this? He's like, as much as, like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I love you and respect you. Like, don't screw our kids you because know, of your choices. You know how you said you followed Victoria into the bathroom? Yeah. So at my show, that was the one where the whole cast was there. I followed Bethany. I, I didn't oh follow her into the bathroom, but I waited outside. We were paying our bill. And I quickly, like, abandoned my friends and I ran up to, like, sort of right before the bathroom, right before, like, opening the door. And I asked asked somebody, I said, did Bethany go in there? They confirmed she did. I just waited a minute. She came out alone. Like, nobody was by her. And I said, "Um, hey. (laughs) You know, I just, like, introduced myself. And I was like, can we do a video? And... She was like, well, what is this for? And I'm like, it's for me. Like, it's for nothing. Like, just for yeah. fun. She's like, okay. So I flip open my video and I said, can we do mention it all? She was like, sure. So on the count of three, we both go, mention it all. Oh, my the God. Best. It's on my Instagram. I tell the full – I tell my full Countess and Friends story, like, because there's a lot. I observe it a lot. Yeah. And, um, they cut a lot out of the show. Wait, hold on. By the way, guys, so our special thing that we're doing at the end of the show is just talking about the Countess and Friends experience for both of us and oh, any cool. other, like, fun, like, I don't know, I guess New York housewife things. Yeah. Because I've seen a few of them in the wild, but carry on yeah. about your story with... Well, I tell the full story on, I think it's the very first episode of our show. I tell my full story. But yeah, I mean, that's the Bethany part of it. Um, was yeah. Dorinda as visibly you belligerent know, as she was so on the show? When you're in situations like that, they're mic'd, but no. Like, I, you couldn't hear Everyone her. Everyone was screaming You that couldn't night. hear her. It, listen, the crowd was wasted. It was, like, a very electric, exciting environment. Everybody knew that this was being filmed. Everybody in the audience knew that the entire cast, like, we could see them. They, 54 Below has, like, 120 it seats. It is a tiny, tiny venue. And they cut so much out of the show. Like, Bridget Everett performed that oh. night. Um, oh my god, it was amazing. She changed all the lyrics to her song. Do you know her song, Titties? It's yeah, like a very yeah, famous. <laughs> she changed all the lyrics to be about like Sonia and her townhouse and like Skinny Girl. Like she mentioned, she made it very. Mentioned it all. She mentioned like <laughs> all the the cast members within it. And um, Jake Shears from the Scissor Sisters performed. Rachel Dratch performed that night. And they they couldn't use it, I guess, yeah. or they were running out of time for it to include it on you know on the actual finale last year but um yeah it was amazing like literally one of the greatest most fun insane nights of my life yeah i would have to agree like we were obviously like drinking martinis the whole time but like the show itself like luann like isn't necessarily talented per se but she's like an amazing performer and has such a magnetic energy that just watching her and her interact with the crowd and her interact with her you know quote unquote friends on stage like it was just so much fun, and the fact that she's selling out major, major theaters. Did you go? It's incredible. Did you go to her Christmas show? No, I went to her Christmas show. What do you mean? I didn't even know she had a Christmas show. Oh yeah, she did. A, she did a, a bunch of Christmas shows. I went to the one here in New York at the Gramercy Theater, and let me tell you something. It was actually great. It was <laughs> so much better than the regular. Like, listen, my Countess and Friends experience is not what you're going to get if you go to see it. Like, that was a very unusual, like, they got the best of the best, like, guests to be up there, and the cast was there. That was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. If you go, it she's going to sing the three songs. She's <laughs> going to get some nobody that you've never heard of to, like, be the other friends. And, like, it, it's fun to see her, but you're not going to get that extra special TV magic that yeah. I happen to get. The 
uh, the Christmas show really was like amazing because by that point she had incorporated some Q and A, a Q and A portion. Ooh. Ben Rimmelauer, her director, is now like part of it, and. She also, when I saw the show, she only sang two songs. She only sang "Money Can't Buy You Class" and "Chic C'est La Vie." Yeah. I By the that time the Christmas insane. show came around, she added "Girl Code" in. Listen, who doesn't want to hear Luann sing "Santa Baby"? Oh, I would pay. I can't believe I didn't go. It was amazing. That's incredible. It was amazing. I I, I think she's going to do more Christmas show. I believe at her – she just performed in Chicago, and she announced to the crowd that she was going to come back <laughs> at Christmas – I re- listen. I'm telling you, I go to a lot of shit. Go to Luann's <laughs> Christmas show. She needs to put out a full Christmas album. You know, I mean, it's probably <laughs> in the works. But you see in the midseason trailer, she is working on her new song about Giovanni, which is hilarious. I wrote down. I did write down the lyrics. Oh my god! Okay, we- one day at a time. Keep it cool, and we'll be fine. Feeling Giovanni. Oh my god! That was the little bit we got from the trailer. And is it going to be the song of the summer? Probably. Is it going to be better than Madonna's new album? I mean, probably. Do not say that. Madonna is Madonna is my number one. Do not. I say watched that. like that clip of like the like the teaser clip, I guess, for her most recent video, where she's like, "I am a horse." Like, I am a whore. Like all of you, I'm like, what am I watching? Do not. Do not speak, I know. speak ill of Madonna. That's my number one. <laughs> well, I think this actually brings us to the end of our episode. Where can people listen to your show and find you and follow you and all the above? Sure. So uh, if you just look up Out in the Wild um, on, you know, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Acast, wherever you listen to podcasts, if you just search Out in the Wild, we're there. Um, I, on Instagram, I'm JessXNYC. Um, my co-host is at David Yontif, and that's where you can see him meeting, like, every celebrity under the sun. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.